Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. 
Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 23rd of June. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. If you're involved in any kind of an accident, 
I send you to the best personal injury attorneys out there. They're going to treat you like family, get you the care that you deserve in this time of need. Ann and John Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. We are now officially on the Miami Heat Damian Lillard watch. The NBA draft was last night. We'll do a little bit of recapping of that, of course. Now we're going to have to start to look forward. The draft was kind of the tipping point. What direction are the Blazers going to go in? We now know the answer to that, which is they keep the number three pick and they select what ends up being Scoot Henderson. So now what do we do about Damian Lillard? So that's where we're at now as far as the Miami Heat are concerned. The Miami Heat did keep their 18th overall selection as well. Jaime Jaquez Jr., the newest member, or at least expected to be the newest member of your Miami Heat. So we'll talk a bit about that. It's Friday. You know what that means. We got big game or not a big game. It's the weekend. You guys got to know we got big movie or not a big movie. You got to spend that family time. You're looking for something to do over the weekend. There's some good stuff out there. We'll let you know about the big movies and the not big movies. So we're going to have a fun little show today. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You do all that good stuff. I always appreciate you guys joining us every single week, of course, as the show continues to grow. That's all because of you. It's all because of our great sponsors. We're all doing it together. So we're super appreciative all the way around. And of course, you always got to remember, you support the sponsors who support the show. That's how we keep this thing going round and round. All right, here we go. So first thing, though, and I'm only giving an update here because I started out the top of the show yesterday talking about it where we it seems like we at least have some finality to the whole submarine, you know, story where as of yesterday, we were kind of at the place and I wanted to say a couple things about it. We were kind of at the place it seemed where it was the point of no return where even if they found those people, that they were out of oxygen at that point. Well, they've been declared dead. They found what they believe is wreckage from a, a, a catastrophic implosion. And I, I, would, I would say that that's prop because we knew these people weren't surviving. And I would say that was probably the best case scenario because... We, I, I spoke about it yesterday where, yeah, like, I don't get the whole making fun of these people. I know there's a lot of that out there. I mean, I, it's not the way I would spend my money. I don't get it, you know, but the part that really bothered me was the way that these people were likely going to die, which they're just, they're sitting in this coffin, this, this submarine coffin, the five of them, just waiting for their death. And that's, that sound that seems like the most horrific way to die. So that part really bothered me. So that's why when I say <laughs> it seems like this was the best case scenario that they believed there was this catastrophic explosion, they likely didn't feel anything. There likely wasn't a whole lot of fear involved there where it probably spontaneously happened. And for me... That's a much better scenario. Like, if I'm the families, the families are devastated. I'm taking a little bit of solace in the fact that they likely didn't suffer. Because just being trapped down there for days on end... 
and just waiting for your death, that that that's the that seems like the worst thing to me. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I'm, I'm talking about wouldn't be able to handle it from a family member's perspective. Just thinking about my family having to perish in that kind of fashion. So that's why I say this was probably the best case scenario where you're hoping that it just happened immediately and there was a slim amount of suffering involved there. So just a terrible story, which really captivated the country for the last few days. So uh, look, there's a whole lot going on down there. I don't, you, you don't need me to tell you this. There's a whole lot going on down there in the ocean, deep down in the ocean. That shit's not for us. Stay out of there. Stay out of what's going on there. We're about the land, all right? Stay away from the deepest and darkest depths of the ocean. All right, I feel really bad for those people. So let's talk about some of the things that stood out to us as far as the draft last night. We did have another big trade in the NBA yesterday. We will get to that, and we're officially on the watch now as far as the other big trades. So we're hoping that some dominoes are going to fall now after the draft last night, right? That was kind of like the tipping point where, all right, let's get to the draft, let's see what goes down, and then we can move forward and have the consequences and repercussions of what took place in the draft. So that's where we're at right now. So here's what we know. Well, before, before we get to that part, essentially, as far as the draft goes... So, I'm into the draft, we're on the couch, actually, as a family, the Zaslow family is watching the draft last night, got the wife and the three Zaslow boys, we're all watching the draft last night, so Wembenyama, and and here's the thing, you know, Wembenyama, I'm not sure if you knew, he went number one, so Wembenyama now, and and I, I, I talked about this a couple days, I think it was with Zach Harper, right, a couple days ago, the part that I love about the draft I like when the players cry. I like when they get emotional. And we saw a lot of that last night, right? So I really dug that. I also thought a, a, a prevailing theme. So the players get selected. And then the player, usually with his parents, they go and they sit down on the couch with Monica McNutt. And I, I found one of the things I enjoyed, number one, A lot of emotional kids. Parents were keeping it together for the most part. A lot of emotional kids. I really dug that because it kind of feels like when you have that emotional reaction, I feel like you're you're showing everyone you really care. This is something that's really important to you. And if my team picked a player who cried, I'm like, all right, this is the kind of kid I like. He cares. And so... That especially stood out when we're talking about Victor Wembanyama because Wembanyama was very emotional, very emotional, and he was sitting there with his brother and his sister. The brother was also emotional, but Wembanyama, he's hysterically crying. And why am I pointing this out? Victor Wembanyama has known for the better part of a year, over a year. He's the lock number one overall pick. He's had all the time in the world to prepare for this. He knows what's going to happen on draft night. He knows where he's going to go on draft night. He knows he's the number one overall pick. And he still is hysterically crying once he's selected. To me, 
That's If I'm the San Antonio Spurs, that's a great sign. This is a kid who cares so much. This is a kid who I feel like now is going to work his ass off to wind up being the best he could possibly be. I, I loved, if I'm the Spurs, I love Wembenyama crying. That's someone who is going to be dedicated to winning. The fact that he knew this what was happening. It's playing out in his mind for months, for a whole year. And he was still overwhelmed by all of it. Because of how much he cares. I loved that. And then you had Brandon Miller. Now Brandon Miller wasn't necessarily emotional. But you could tell that once he sat down there with Monica McNutt. That he's a hard worker. Super excited. He spoke really well. The parents seemed like super nice. That was, that was an overriding thing that I felt too where I loved seeing the kids emotional but also on top of I like when the kids speak well. And th- I thought there were so many I thought most if not all of them really spoke well and were able to express themselves, their feelings and I, you know talk in front of a microphone. I thought they all spoke for the most part really, really well. And I really dug that. You like that, okay? Because if you're a fan of the team, you want to hear from these kids. You want to see some emotion. And I thought pretty much all of them did such a great job expressing themselves. So I loved seeing that. And the parents, too. I thought all the parents there were really great, you know? I loved Brandon Miller's father was saying, you know, uh, once Charlotte gets to know my son, they're going to love him. I I really dug that whole vibe, you know? And then the third overall pick comes, which of course is meaningful for us because I feel like going into the draft, all right, if you're a Heat fan and you want Damian Lillard to request out, I feel like what you're looking for is you want Brandon Miller to go number two and then Scoot Henderson has to be the number three overall pick. Now, we talked about this yesterday, right, with our guy from up in Portland, Danny. Danny Morang from the Jacked Ramsey's 1080 The Fan. There's a, a major redundancy when it comes to having Scoot Henderson and Damian Lillard together. But if you're a Heat fan, you're rooting for that because you can't pass on Scoot Henderson. He's probably going to be awesome. So you want Portland, you want A- Charlotte to select Brandon Miller, so Portland has to take Scoot Henderson. And B, you want Portland to keep the number three overall pick because they have to take Scoot Henderson. And it also is the sign of a rebuild as opposed to a sign of let's flip this pick for veteran help for Damian Lillard right now. Like back in the 2007 draft, the Boston Celtics had the number five overall pick, which ended up being selecting uh, uh, Jeff Green. But they flipped that number five overall pick to Seattle for Ray Allen. Because they're trying to win right now. And then they ended up making the trade for Kevin Garnett. You know, similar to that. The Blazers, they don't end up doing that. They end up keeping the number three overall picks. That's what you wanted if you're a Heat fan. That it gets to a place where they have to take Damian Lillard. And you like that because, look... The Blazers taking Scoot Henderson at number three, no matter what the general manager is saying last night, 
The Blazers taking Scoot Henderson at number three is what we wanted because that's the Blazers doing what's best for the organization. That's not the Blazers doing what's best for Damian Lillard. And there's a difference there. The Blazers selecting Scoot Henderson is best for the organization because this is a guy who could be a star for you for the next 10, 12, however many years. The Blazers moving that pick for veteran help is doing what's best for Damian Lillard in the short term. That's not what you wanted if you're a Heat fan. You're a Heat fan, you want them making a decision that's best for the overall organization, and that could also possibly signal them then moving on from Damian Lillard. Also because maybe Lillard also sees the writing on the wall where it's, hey, we got a young player here who's going to take some time to develop. I don't have time for that. And also, you got a guy here who needs the ball in his hands. Guess what? I need the ball in my hands. Like, it really gets to a place where Damian Lillard needs to kind of buck up, if you will, and make a decision. Hey, I'm in it for the long haul, or you know what? Let's do what I think is best for me and what's probably going to end up, I know, being best for you. But I feel like it's it's like a game of chicken. Damian Lillard, because it's very much his brand, stays in Portland, smaller market, loves the city, loves the organization, doesn't want anybody to be mad at him. Great dude. He doesn't want to request out. And the Blazers general manager, Joe Cronin, he doesn't want to be the GM who trades away the greatest player, or arguably the greatest player. I mean, Clyde Drexler, uh, although Bill Walton, arguably the greatest player in Blazers history. He doesn't want to be the guy who does that. And he also doesn't want to be the guy who does that. And maybe it doesn't work out. That's the worst case scenario. So it feels like it's a staring contest between the two. And it really boils down to Damian Lillard going to them and saying, let's do what's best for me, and let's also do what's best for you. So that's where we're at. So overall, I mean, a good night for the Heat would have been trading for Damian Lillard, right? Outside of that, I think last night was a good thing for the Miami Heat. So before we continue on here, like I said, we got a lot on the draft, a lot on the Heat. I got to tell you guys, you know, On days like yesterday, it was a little bit rainy yesterday, not a ton, but on days like yesterday, you remember, hey, you can get some bad weather here in the summertime, and if you notice there's a leak in your house, you got to take care of that right away. If there's a leak, you don't know where it's coming from. You got to find out and take care of it right away, and that's why I send you to Water Cleanup of Florida. Water Cleanup of Florida, my boys, the Green Signs, huge South Florida sports fans. They were definitely watching the draft last night. They want Damian Lillard to come to the Heat. Well, Water Cleanup of Florida has over 60 years of combined experience. Their team is prepared to handle all types of leak detection issues 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. After the leak is detected, located, and repaired, Water Cleanup of Florida, they're not done. They clean, dry, and fully restore the damaged areas. Fully licensed, certified, they're providing that one-stop shopping, insured, of course, that all of us busy homeowners and business owners require. 
You don't need to bring in other contractors. That's my favorite part. Water Cleanup of Florida, they're going to handle the entire project from start to finish. Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida. They handle the entire Tri-County area. Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach Counties. 954-900-8635. WCUFL.com. Check out more than 80 five-star reviews on Google. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. All right, so a little more on the draft, and then we'll circle back to the heat here. Biggest story of the draft last night. Outside, Look, I'll be honest with you. Wembanyama goes number one. Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson. And then you start to lose me a little bit, right? Because... I don't know all these other dudes. I know those three guys. Those are very big names. I don't I don't know these other dudes. The draft isn't my thing. And that's why I love having I love having Jay Billis on the coverage. Like there are other years I feel like we were watching the draft, maybe when TNT had the draft and or, or maybe it was ESPN. And you know, you got like you got Jeff Van Gundy up there and Mark Jackson up there and it's like these guys don't know the college game. I gotta have, like, I thought it was a good crew last night. You had Malika Andrews hosting. Jay Billis is gonna tell me about all these college guys. JJ Redick, he's gonna tell me how they fit on the team. And then you go to Wojnarowski with the reports. I thought it was good coverage. So, anyway, you lose me a little bit after the top three picks, right? But something, there were a couple things you're keeping on, like, Kaysen Wallace, Kentucky kid. Like, all right, can he possibly drop to 18 to Miami? No, he ended up going number 10 overall. Not even close. But another one that you were looking at, and and this grabbed my younger son Jordan's attention. I'm explaining to him what all the stuff on the screen means. He's never, he's been looking forward to the draft, but he's never watched the draft. So I'm explaining, all right, the graphics on the left there, that's the team that's on the clock. Those are the teams that are coming up next. On the bottom, it's showing you all the draft picks. And then right above that, the graphic is going to tell you, like, team needs. But also, you got this one graphic that's flashing on the screen that says, Billis is best available. (laughs) And the guy that kept showing up, number one, on Billis is best available, is Villanova's Cam Whitmore. And I looked it up, and it looked like there's a medical situation, maybe. And also, some teams may not think he's a hard worker. So you got that going on as well. And you're going to drop a little bit. But he was number one on Jay Billis's best available like right after the Thompson Twins were taken. And they're Florida kids, so that's really cool. And they did Overtime Elite. Shout out Overtime Elite. My guy Ben, he works at Overtime Elite. That's how, you know, he sent us a bunch of swag. My son's got, wears the Overtime Elite hoodie and the shirt. My son, my older son, really keeps up with this Overtime Elite. It's funny, like I'm listening to the starting lineup on SiriusXM NBA Radio this morning, and they're probably not the only guys Frank Isola and Brian Scalabrini where they're watching the trap last night and they're talking about it. They don't know what the hell Overtime Elite is. And I'm sure there's a lot of people watching who have no idea what Overtime Elite is. And for, and fact of the matter is, if my, if my friend Ben, a childhood friend of mine, if he didn't work for Overtime Elite, I wouldn't know what Overtime Elite is. But it's essentially a high school. It's a... It's like a school, it's like a prep school for kids who want to go to the NBA. And you do this 
instead of going to a year of college. Also, instead of going to the G League. And so that's, it's, it's a campus in Atlanta, Georgia, which a bunch of NBA players have actually invested money in. So the Thompson kids, who seem like great kids, they go four and five to Houston and Detroit, and that's going to continue now to bring a lot of attention to Overtime Elite. But it's funny, like I'm listening to Frank and Scousman, they have no idea what Overtime Elite is, and I wouldn't either if not for my friend Ben. So anyway, after the Thompson kids go, number one on Jay Billis's list continues to be Cam Whitmore. And my younger son is now way involved. And, oh my God, why isn't he going? He must be so sad. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. You know, he's, he's still sitting there in the green room. They keep passing him, they keep passing him. And then you get to Miami at number 18. Like 17 goes, it's the Lakers. They don't take him. We're like, whoa. So the Heat have a chance to take this top prospect. They take Jaime Jaquez Jr. Which, let me start by saying, I don't know anything about Jaime Jaquez Jr. I don't know anything about Cam Wimbore, let's be honest, other than him being uh, the top-rated guy on Jay Billis' board after the Thompson kids were drafted. But once you start reading a little bit about Jaquez, you see some of the tape. But I think most importantly, and this is the way I explained it to my kids, you know, why did they take Cam Whitmore? Cam Whitmore, not a great reputation, clearly. Also, 18 years old. Hey, he may end up being a really good NBA player, but it's not right now. Like, Cam Whitmore ending up going number 20 to Houston was such a no-brainer. Because Houston's terrible, they're going to continue to be terrible, and they're going to take, essentially, projects. They're going to take prospects who, it's okay if they take a few years to develop, like Cam Whitmore. The Miami Heat, (coughs) the Miami Heat, they're trying to take kids who could help them immediately. And a 22-year-old kid in Jaime Jaquez Jr., who looks like he's got a big motor, can rebound, can defend, is going to hustle out there, and 22 years old, can contribute right now. I mean, he's Tyler Hero's age. He's older than Nikola Jovic. The Miami Heat are trying to win a championship right now. They want kids who can help them win right now. So from that perspective... Why didn't they take the prospect Cam Whitmore? They took Hawkes Jr. because they believe he's going to help them win a championship right now. And I dig it. Like, I, I am totally good with that line of thinking. I am totally good with that pick. You know, I, I had some people message me on Instagram where I'm an influencer. <coughs> Saslow, why didn't they take Whitmore? And that's what I explained. They're trying to win a championship right now. That 22-year-old can help them right now. You know, even a couple years ago, Precious Achua. You know, Precious Achua, they felt he was a kid who could help them right now. I don't remember his age. Nikola Jovic last year, obviously they did not believe can help them right now. But this is a team that believes that their, their championship window is now. They may lose some guys. Vincent Struess. They may lose some guys due to free agency, and I'll get to that in a second. 
You pick an 18-year-old with upside, I'm going to be able to help you right now. <clears throat> you pick a 22-year-old maybe with less upside, but can still grow, that's a kid who's going to help you right now, who you could plug in and play a little bit in his rookie season. So I totally dig it. I totally understand the Heat's line of thinking there. I'm into it. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. There are more identity threats than you realize. Even if you monitor your credit, only a little personal info needs to leak out. Like your social security number or password. For you to become a victim LifeLock alerts you to threats you could miss. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year. Go to LifeLock.com aware. So, two things. That's why they took Hawkes Jr. over a kid like Whitmore, and I think last night from a Heat Damian Lillard perspective, I think last night was probably a good night for the Heat that not only did the Blazers not trade their pick, but they ended up taking the very obvious choice of Scoot Henderson. That looks like a a, a selection that's best for the organization, not necessarily what's best for Damian Lillard. And by the way, if I could add one more thing on Hawkes Jr., I'm listening to Frank and uh, Scal this morning on SiriusXM NBA Radio. They had Andy Katz, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. He's, he's, I mean, obviously he knows what he's doing. And without even being prompted by Frank and Scal, they're like, what was something you were watching, you were looking out for going into the draft yesterday? Just comes in heavy on, I'm keeping an eye on the Miami Heat at number 18, Jaime Jaquez Jr. is a perfect fit for them. And what ends up happening? At number 18, they take Jaquez Jr. He was fawning over not just him, but this is a perfect Miami Heat type of guy. He's going to be able to help them immediately. Andy Katz loves Jaquez Jr. He knows... You know, there are going to be people here. There's going to be media people here. Maybe other uh, podcasts, radio, I don't know. And they're telling you about these guys in the draft. We don't know shit. I'm not going to sit here and try and tell you I know about these guys. I'm telling you what guys who know about these guys are telling you about these guys. And Andy Katz is fawning over Hawkes Jr. Thinks he's a stud and perfect for the Miami Heat. And like I said, it's not like they asked him, what do you think about the Heat selecting him? It's a national show. They don't care. Andy Katz straight up went into it. The Heat, Hawkes Jr., 
Perfect fit, perfect match. So, I thought that was really cool. Alright, something else I also think is really cool. If your homeowner's insurance is about to expire, mine's about to expire, but I don't have a problem because I get my homeowner's insurance through Brunt Insurance. I've been using Brunt Insurance for almost 10 years now because I know not only am I getting the best insurance coverage around, I'm getting the proper insurance coverage that I need here in South Florida, but I'm getting at the best price out there. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. They got three locations, all right? Davie, Stewart, and Lakeland. So wherever you are in Florida, from Pensacola all the way down to the Keys, Brunt Insurance is delivering you that comprehensive insurance coverage tailored exactly to your needs. You're getting affordable care that offers the best coverage, not only on your home, maybe you need automobile, motorcycle, maybe need boater's insurance. If you rent your home, if you're in a condo, hey, it doesn't matter. But all the options out there, I mean, it'll make you crazy. It'll make you dizzy. Don't worry, Brunt Insurance specializes in making all of the confusing crystal clear. Their fully licensed team is going to help you every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Like I told you, the market is super confusing out there. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, fully licensed staff, they're going to know exactly what area you're calling from. You're going to be taken care of, and you're not going to be laying awake at night wondering, what do I do if something happens? Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. Also, it's summertime. Hey, what better time than to treat yourself to a brand new car? Well, now maybe you got some anxiety because you're like, Zazzle, I don't know where to go. Well, (laughs) that's the easy part. I'm going to tell you the only car dealership I personally endorse. I'm talking about North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you'll walk in the showroom doors. You're greeted by a friendly sales team member who's going to help navigate you in the right direction. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru carries the widest inventory of the newest Subaru models on the market. The Subaru Outback, the Subaru Crosstrek, the Subaru Forester, the Ascent. Hey, if you're looking for a spacious Subaru SUV, you've come to the right place as well. North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, conveniently located on North Andrews Avenue, just north of Cypress Creek Road. And at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, you got the newer Fort Lauderdale Subaru Promise. Guaranteed most money for your trade. Three-day exchange policy. Out the door, 90 minutes or less after you say yes. 100% credit approval. Lifetime vehicle warranty. Shop nflsubaru.com. Again, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the building you know and the place to go. nflsubaru.com. So... We're officially in the area now where we're keeping the eye on Damian Lillard. We're on Damian Lillard. Watch now because last night had to happen. We got to see what the Blazers do. Damian Lillard's got to see what the Blazers do. But like I told you, you got to be careful at recognizing the bullshit. And here's what I mean about recognizing the bullshit. So this morning I tweeted out, I tweet out back-to-back tweet. I retweeted back-to-back. And this is from last night. So at 1.01 a.m. And I retweeted this this morning. Back-to-back tweets so you can follow along. At 1.01 a.m. this morning, Chris Haynes, Yahoo Sports, who appears to be a plugged-in reporter, definitely plugged into Damian Lillard. 
Doesn't mean everything he tweets out is right. Doesn't mean all his reports are right. But at 1.01 a.m. last night, Chris Haynes tweets out, Damian Lillard has not had any recent communication with the Portland Trailblazers involving the draft, free agency, or his future, league sources tell. All right. I retweeted immediately after that. Seven minutes later. Sean Hyken. Now, who is Sean Hyken? I don't know who Sean Hyken is, but it says here that he covers the Portland Trailblazers for the Rose Garden Report. But the point is, he tweets out seven minutes later, Joe Cronin, he's the general manager of the Blazers. He's having a press conference. They All the teams do their press conference after the draft late at night. Joe, again, seven minutes later, from Chris Haynes saying, the Blazers and Damian Lillard have not had any recent communication. Seven minutes later, Joe Cronin says he had a long talk with Damian Lillard on Tuesday morning about trade possibilities, has been in contact with agent Aaron Goodwin leading up to today. I don't know about your definition, but my definition of not having had any recent communication would probably include Tuesday morning when we're talking about Thursday. It's so stupid. And I'm not saying that Chris Haynes is lying, but his report is clearly not accurate because it's not like Joe Cronin, the general manager, is getting up in front of you and lying about this. Now, you got to understand, there's a difference here. Hey, Zaslow, Mike Dunleavy Jr., just a few days ago, at his introductory press conference with the Golden State Warriors, he was asked about Jordan Poole, and he said, quote, we love Jordan Poole. We hope to have him here for at least four more years, maybe even longer. Two days later, traded Jordan Poole to Washington. Oh, he was lying. Well, yes. Yes, he was lying because he's trying to increase Jordan Poole's trade value. But what he's talking about there, Mike Dunleavy Jr., is he's giving you an opinion, essentially. I love Jordan Poole. He's giving you thoughts on a player. I hope he's here for four more years. And by the way, opinions and thoughts can change. Now, two days later, he trades him. He was clearly lying to you. But he's lying to you about his thoughts and opinions. The general manager of the Blazers cannot lie to you about something that either factually happened or something that did not happen. And if he gets up there and says... I just spoke to Damian Lillard yesterday. We had a long conversation. And if that's a lie, Damian Lillard's going to come out and say, yo, he's lying. That did not happen. So he's the GM in that spot is definitely telling you the truth. And Chris Haynes' report here is not accurate. Because again, my definition of recent communication would probably include a long talk on Tuesday morning. So just be careful about what you're believing out there, what the bullshit is, and what's not the bullshit. We should do good bullshit, not not good bullshit. Anyway, just be careful out there what you're reading. Okay, I know you guys are all saying to yourself, Zaslow, it's it's almost the weekend. I mean, come on. I got to know. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? Big game or not a big game, 
You know how we do it every Friday. We let you know, just so you can you start to map out your weekend. Is it a big game or is it not a big game? Well, hey, it's the summertime, so the big games are few and far between. But I still got you covered here. Tonight, 6.40 p.m., Apple Plus. That's right, this is an Apple Plus exclusive game. Pittsburgh Pirates at your Miami Marlins. So if you don't have Apple Plus, you're not going to be able to watch the game tonight. It's not on Bally. Now, the Marlins yesterday rallied with a five-run eighth inning, powered by a three-run jack from Garrett Cooper. And the Marlins get a come-from-behind win, another come-from-behind win. Last night, it was against the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Marlins won 6-4. to four. They're back to 10 games over 500 at 43-33. and 33. The Pirates enter today six games under. It's a four-game series. Jesus Lazardo, he struggled a little bit recently, Jesus Lizardo, he's on the hill tonight. Again, Apple Plus only. Pirates at Marlins. I'm going to go big game. There's not a whole lot else going on tonight. That's right. Marlins are 10 over. Take advantage of beating up on the bad teams, which is what they've been doing. You know what? I'm going to go Pirates at Marlins. Big game. How about that? All right. Tonight, 8 p.m., Fox. WWE SmackDown. Now, I don't believe the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns is going to be on the show tonight. He was on the show last week. But what kind of fallout are we going to have over the Usos? Betraying the bloodline. They're out of the bloodline. And now we're building up to bloodline civil war at Money in the Bank, which is next weekend. The Usos versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sikoa. WWE SmackDown tonight, that's a big game. Yup, that's right. And of course, you got the megastar LA Knight. He's on SmackDown. Obviously, leading up to Money in the Bank, we're way into that as well. All right, everybody calm down. Tomorrow night, 7.30, Apple Plus, Inter-Miami at Philadelphia Union. Now, I don't know if you know, I'm an inaugural season ticket holder for Inter-Miami. But that does not change the fact that Inter-Miami is terrible. Now, we know Messi, he's supposed to debut. He's expected to debut in a league uh, tournament game against Azul Cruz, I think they're called, on July 21st. That's when they're expecting him to debut. Cruz, not Azul Cruz, Cruz Azul. And it's the 23 Leagues Cup group stage. That's still a little ways away. Inter Miami right now, they are last place in the Eastern Conference at 5-12-0. 17 games, they've only won five. They're terrible. They're terrible. They actually have the fewest points in the entire... Actually, I'm sorry. Fewest points in the East, third fewest overall, actually out West... LA Galaxy on Colorado are worse than them. But into Miami, they never win. So this weekend, matter of fact, in league games, oh my God, we're not talking about in other tournaments. In league games, they've lost how many in a row here? One, two, hang with me here. We'll do a little bit of counting. Three, four, five, six, six in a row they've lost. They're the pits. I mean, can Messi even save this team? 
Inter-Miami at Philadelphia Union. Not a big game. I'm an inaugural season ticket holder. I can't help them. Not a big game. Finally, I got one more for you here. Sunday, 8 p.m. Pay-per-view. AEW Forbidden Door. Now, this is when AEW wrestlers fight New Japan wrestlers. The main event, you got Okada versus Brian Danielson. Now, from what I understand, Okada is like New Japan's John Cena. You also have Kenny Omega versus probably the best wrestler in the world right now, Will Ospreay. That shit's going to be awesome. AEW Forbidden Door, that's a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. All right. I do want to add, you know, something that bothers me. All right, so let's do a little bit of NBA here. Something that bothers me about the new CBA, about how punitive it is, about, as Pat Rowley would say, these draconian rules and regulations with the new CBA. I'm not sure if the Heat are going to be able to keep Max Struess and or Gabe Vincent. Now, if I had to choose between one of the two of them, it's easy for me. I go Gabe Vincent. I go Gabe Vincent because he plays a position that's in a little bit more need for the Heat. He's a better two-way guy. And, and I think Duncan Robinson is playable. And I don't, you cannot pay both Duncan Robinson and Max Struess. So if I had to pick one, I'd keep Gabe Vincent. But the Heat may not be able to keep either of them. And the Heat may look at it and say, hey, between Jovich and Highsmith, we're going to play those guys next year. Maybe even Hawkes Jr. a little bit as well. We're not going to spend on these guys because the tax is so punitive. And the thing that really bothers me is this new CBA with all the punitive taxes, it's bullshit because the Heat, the Heat have developed undrafted players. And, and to keep them, they're going to be penalized for it. It's almost like you shouldn't have to pay the tax on players who you drafted or players who came into the league undrafted under your watch. If you want to sign outside free agents or get players in trade, okay, that you'll be taxed on. But to be penalized on either drafting and wanting to keep your own guys or developing undrafted players who you groom through the G League and you're being penalized to keep those guys, that's bullshit. That seems like against the system that you've created. So that part sucks. And I really hope the Heat are going to wind up being able to keep Gabe Vincent. I hope they can keep Max Strews too, but I think Gabe Vincent is much more important to keep. I don't necessarily want to spend so much on Max Strews, but... As far as NBA trades go, we're getting major... Tra- Chris Paul... We're all sitting around waiting for a Damian Lillard trade. Chris Paul's been traded twice in the last week. And now, can we officially end the Chris Paul woe is me tour? Chris Paul, he's been traded from Phoenix. He doesn't have to stay in Washington. He's going to play for a championship club in the Golden State Warriors now. And he was guaranteed an extra $10 million. I mean, come on. Hey, Chris Paul, like I said... It, 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 it's completely disingenuous how he's trying to play it up, how he was blindsided. No, you weren't. I knew about it. If I knew about it, you knew about it. So now he's going to go to Golden State. And the big loser right now is Jordan Poole. Think about this. Jordan Poole gets punched in the face. Jordan Poole gets assaulted by his teammates for everybody to see because the video then got out. And what's his prize? 
he gets assaulted by Draymond Green. Draymond Green is clearly now going to be re-signed by the Warriors. You can't... The only way Draymond was going to say was that they got rid of Jordan Poole. And now by acquiring Chris Paul, they're telling you, yeah, we're still all in on trying to win a championship during this small window that's left. So Jordan Poole gets assaulted. And the fallout is Draymond Green is going to get his money, was never suspended, and Jordan Poole gets shipped to Washington. And by the way, to add insult to injury, in order to get the Wizards to accept Jordan Poole, the Warriors had to attach a first-round pick. The Wizards, Jordan Poole was traded for a 40-year-old aging pretty washed guard in Chris Paul and to get the Wizards to take Jordan Poole for that guy the Warriors had to also add a first round pick now I understand that first round pick is in like 52 years from now it's in 2030 but they still had to attach a first round pick to Jordan Poole to get the Wizards to take him for a player they never had any intention of keeping in Chris Paul. Jordan Poole comes out the big loser in this situation. That sucks for him. That sucks. And he got punched in the face for everybody to see. That sucks. All right. You guys are sitting around yourself. You're saying, Zaslow, there aren't that many big games out there. Maybe I want to go do some family time this weekend. Maybe I want to see a movie with my kids well, I, I, Zazla, I gotta know. Is it a big movie? Or is it not a big movie? Big movie or not a big movie? Every Friday here, especially during the summertime, here's what we got. The first movie is called No Hard Feelings. All right, No Hard Feelings. It's rated R. It's got language, brief drug use, sexual content, some graphic nudity. It's a comedy. It's out in theaters today. It stars Jennifer Lawrence, Andrew Barth Feldman, Laura Benanti, Natalie Morales, Matthew Broderick. How about that? Here's what it's about. On the brink of losing her childhood home, Maddie discovers an intriguing job listing. Wealthy helicopter parents looking for someone to date their introverted 19-year-old son, Percy, before he leaves for college. To her surprise, Maddie soon discovers awkward Percy is no sure thing. All right, the Rotten Tomatoes media score, 67%. They're telling you it's good. Rotten Tomatoes audience score, 88%. I can tell you, I love Jennifer Lawrence. This movie looks funny as hell. No hard feelings. That's a big movie. All right, big movie or not a big movie? This is called Secret Invasion. This is a TV series. It's out now on Disney+. Plus. It stars Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Kobe Smulders, and Amelia Clark. Here's what it's about. It's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nick Fury learns of a secret invasion of Earth 
by a faction of shape-shifting skulls, scrolls, excuse me. Fury joins his allies, and together they race against time to thwart an imminent scroll invasion and save humanity. Rotten Tomatoes Media Score, Secret Invasion, 63%. I tell you, it's good, it's above average. Rotten Tomatoes Audience Score, 77%. Now, you may remember the scrolls, they were from Captain Marvel. Secret Invasion, that's a big movie. I'm way into this. I think it looks I think it looks a little darker, it looks a little bit older, a little bit more mature. I'm into Secret Invasion. I will be into this every Wednesday. First episode already came out. I'll get around to it. Alright. Big movie or not a big movie. This one is called The Bear. Now, this is also a TV show. It's out on Hulu. All episodes are available right now. It came out, I think, yesterday or a couple days ago. It's in season two. It stars Jeremy Allen White, Ebon Moss Bachrock, Ao Edebiri, and Abby Elliott. Here's what it's about. A young chef from the fine dining world comes home to Chicago to run his family sandwich shop after a heartbreaking death in his family. A world away from what he's used to. Carmi must balance the soul-crushing realities of small business ownership, his strong-willed and recalcitrant kitchen staff, and his strained familial relationships, all while grappling with the impact of his brother's suicide. As Carmi fights to transform both the shop and himself, he works alongside a rough-around-the-edges kitchen crew that ultimately reveals itself as his chosen family. Rotten Tomatoes, Media Score, The Bear Season 2, 100%. Audience Score, 94%. I watched The Bear Season 1. This show is fantastic. The Bear is a big movie. And that right... Oh, no, no, I got one more. I got one more. Everybody settle down. Finally, the last one I have for you here is called Oppenheim. This is out in theaters today. It's rated R. It has some sexuality. It has nudity. It has language. It is a history slash drama. It's a Christopher Nolan film. It stars Cillian Murphy and Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Kenneth Branagh, Florence Pugh. I mean, this is some cast for Oppenheimer. All right. Here's what it's about, shortened to the point. Physicist J. Robert Oppenheimer works with a team of scientists to develop the atomic bomb. There are no media or audience scores out. There have been no advanced screenings screenings for the three-hour running time Oppenheimer. I'm into Christopher Nolan. I didn't love Tenet. I didn't didn't even like Tenet, all right? But I'm into Christopher Nolan. Everybody likes Cillian Murphy. Oppenheimer. That's a big movie. And that right there is another edition of Big Movie or Not a Big Movie. Yes, there you have it. Hey, guys, I got to tell you, I've never slept better in my life. And that's because for the last, I think, three and a half, four months, I've been using Sheets and Giggles. And now the entire family, you know Sheets and Giggles. Come on. They also sponsor the Greg Cody Show podcast with Greg Cody. You've seen them on the Levitard Show. That's when you knew the Zaslow Show 2.0 was taking off. When my man Colin, founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, huge South Florida sports fan, that's when he and Sheets and Giggles jumped on board Zaslow Show 2.0. And now 
It's the only place we're ever going to shop to get our bedding. I got the fitted sheet. I got the comforter. I got the blankets. I got the pillowcases. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. Sheetsgiggles.com. Use promo code Zaslow. Your first order upon checkout, 20% off the order. Just like the Zaslow family, you're never going to shop anywhere else for your sheets. And now... You're one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles, naturally softer, cooler, and more breathable sheets. Sheetsgiggles.com. And of course, it's the weekend time. Hey, you looking for that beer? You looking to relax on the, at the pool? You can have some friends over? Official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle brand. European roots of the Caribbean soul. My man Juan, he's the, he's the man behind Johnny Cuba. He introduced me to this refreshing German lager in a can. I love having him and Johnny Cuba on board as the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. You're looking for where you could purchase a Johnny? Hey, if you can't find a Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, just message me on Twitter. My DMs are open, ladies. Message me on Twitter or send me, an insta- uh, send me a message on, on Instagram where I'm an influencer. And I'll tell you exactly, you tell me where you are, and I'll tell you where in your area Johnny Cuba can be grabbed. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny over the weekend. Remember, always drink responsibly, and don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo, because more is always brewing. That's what I'm talking about. All right. You guys are ready. It's almost the end of the show. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal, but we make sure we get to everything we haven't been able to get to earlier in the program. If you got water, mold, or fire damage in your home or your business, is that a big deal? I don't know. Maybe it's not a big deal. Water Cleanup of Florida will tell you. WCUFL.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So yesterday, Stephen A. Smith, all right, you know, they're doing the coverage also on ABC. Stephen A. Smith was part of ESPN slash ABC's coverage over on ABC, which was more of a, that was more of a, like, uh, uh, a storytelling broadcast, okay? It was more about all the players, their background, they were telling stories, they were doing features, and that kind of deal. Well, Stephen A. Smith, when the Golden State Warriors selected Brandon Pajimski from Santa Clara. He was going crazy. 44% shooting from three-point range. That's all I'm looking at. Nothing else matters to me. Nothing else matters to me if you're a Golden State Warrior. He, they got a three-point shooter. 44% from three-point range. And you're, show, and you're playing alongside Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. You're certainly not going to learn to shoot worse. And you just traded Jordan Poole. Yeah. The expectations here on Brandon. Shooter, yeah, we'll take... All right, this is not a big deal. Take it easy, Stephen A. Smith, all right? If it was all about the three-point shooting, Jimma Fredette would still be in the NBA. Just because he shoots three-pointers well in college does not mean that he's going to translate to an NBA-level player. And Stephen A. Smith doesn't know shit about these college guys. This is not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So I told you earlier, Victor Wembanyama loved how emotional he is. You know it's important to him. Hell, he's crying hysterically on the couch there with Monica McNutt. When he knows for a year now he was going to be the number one overall pick. He's sitting there with his sister, with his brother, and all three of them. Super emotional. Bienvenue a la NBA. Tell me what this emotion. Tell me about these tears. 
of accomplishing something that I've been dreaming of, you know, my whole life. Hearing that that sentence from Adam Silver, you know, I've dreamed of it so so much that, you know, I, I gotta cry, man. Eve, Oscar, Victor's siblings, there were tears for you guys. What has it been like watching your brother in this pursuit? That's amazing. We're all so proud. We're very happy for you. We are happy for the family, for the friends, for everything, for the basketball. That's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that I was, I was gonna tear in, uh, gonna have tears because uh, every time I thought of uh, the this sentence, like uh, with the first pick and everything, I got this little tears in my eyes, and I knew that I wasn't gonna let let them in the, in my eyes. Yeah, that's crazy. Bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go big deal. He came off super likable to me and a, a player who knew what the outcome was going to be and was still that emotional. It's a sign of someone who really cares. I think that's awesome. That's a big deal. And finally, one more. Big deal or not a big deal. Charlotte Wilder, new hire, Metal Arc Media. She was doing NBA draft coverage out there in Brooklyn. She was able to catch up with Victor Wembanyama and uh, she... She, she's trying to teach him about the Alamo. And uh, how do you say remember the Alamo in French? Sorry? Can you say remember the Alamo in French? Remember the Elmo? Yeah. What is the Elmo? It's a San Antonio thing. Souvenir du Elmo. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. Congrats. Have a great night. All right, this is not a big deal. Not a big deal that he thinks that she was talking about Elmo. She thinks she's asking about Tickle Me Elmo. You can't expect Victor Wembanyama to know about the Alamo. Not only did it happen a really long time ago, but he's not from here. He's from France. Uh, the, the, the French equivalent of the Alamo, I would have no idea about. So this is not a big deal. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. And of course... It's always brought to us by Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. They'll tell you if your water mold or fire damage is a big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Okay. Uh, can we do the show? Can we get together on Monday? And we're talking about the Blazers working out a trade with the Miami Heat for Damian Lillard. That's the watch. It's going to make you crazy. That's what we're going to be doing all weekend. Refreshing Twitter, waiting for Damian Lillard to finally uh, butch up and ask out and tell uh, Joe Cronin for the Blazers, send me to the Miami Heat. I want a piece of that Heat culture. Thanks to everyone for listening the entire week. I appreciate all of you. Appreciate all my sponsors, of course. Make sure this weekend we're going to do, hmm, you know, it probably won't be this weekend. We'll probably do on Monday the next episode of It's Still Real to me as we'll do a Forbidden Door recap. That's probably the way we'll go about it. Or maybe we'll just do the regular show on Saturday. You know what? Let's plan on that. We'll do It's Still Real to me tomorrow, and then we'll also do a recap show on Monday of Forbidden Door. So make sure you're looking out for that. Hey, thanks everybody who helped put together uh, the show today behind the scenes. Can't do it without you. We'll talk to you on Monday on Zaslow Show 2.0. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. 
Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. 